No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Well, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Always More TV. I'm Rebecca Keener, and we have been in a great study on overcoming by the power of the Holy Spirit. Today, we're talking about overcoming the spirit of heaviness, bitterness, and offense. Wow, those are three biggies that we're all facing even today in the society we're living in, just trying to keep our heart pure from bitterness and offense and and just being just overwhelmed by the negativity that we see surrounding us in the darkness. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into it. Father, in Jesus' name, I just thank you for every person who's watching today. I just ask your presence go into their home be with them, visit with them as we break the Word of God. We know you said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so, Lord, let your Word come forth today clear, plain, and true and powerful. Lord, we just ask that you would just set us free of anything that will hold us back from all you've called us to be. We give you all praise and glory and honor for this privilege of being together in your Word. What a blessing. Bless my friends today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I just want to ask you a couple of questions. I saw these online and I thought, wow, these are really good. Is your marriage marked by bitterness? Do you have bitterness in your relationship with your spouse? Are there bitter words, bitter conversations, maybe even talking bitterness about other people in your family or your friends or community? Are your children bitter? Do, do you hear your children talking bitter things about society or things they're reading on social media? Uh, maybe people just add each other on social media and just maybe just talking about that bitterness. Does your group of friends tend to sit around and gripe and just talk about all the negative, bitter things going on? Amen, then we need to get a new group of friends. Uh, is your church filled with harsh and angry people? Are they, you know, filled with the joy of the Lord and talking about the things of the Lord? Are they talking about everything that's going wrong in our world today? That's bitterness. Uh, is your community prone to placing blame? Placing blame and blaming one another, blaming the government, blaming this person, blaming that person. Uh, another question is, are your social media posts stirring bitterness and hatred? Are, are you posting things that just stir up conflict and debate and bitterness? If, if that's you, you know, if the shoe fits, wear it, as they say, and say, Lord, that's me, I stand in the need of prayer, I want to change. I want to stop that. I want to stop spreading bitterness. Amen. You know what the Bible says about bitterness in Ephesians 4 and 31? It says, let all bitterness, all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you with all malice. And wow, what a convicting word that Paul writes to the church at Ephesus. Let all bitterness let all wrath, let all anger be put away from you. That we don't get 
sucked into the vacuum of the day of bitterness and back and forth and biting and devouring one another with words, with bitter words. Uh, it's really easy to do. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, we can live above that. Amen. We can live above the bitterness and the wrath and the clamor and the meanness, the strife of the day. And so we want to be people who live in peace with one another and in peace with God. Hebrews 12 and 15 is a very important scripture. I may have read that on this program before, but I want to read it again today because it's so important. Uh, the writer of Hebrews says, See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled. Some versions say a root of bitterness springing up, so it's like a root of bitterness in your heart, springs up, and it defiles many. And that word many actually means much. So much of our life gets defiled. That means gets uh, soiled, gets messed up because of that root of bitterness that comes up out of our heart. You know what, if that's you today, we're going to pray at the end of this program. If you'll stay tuned with us, we're going to pray for those of you who may be battling bitterness. Maybe you even feel that your bitterness is justified, like uh, maybe those of you who have lost loved ones in a tragic way in this past year, or maybe those of you who have lost jobs or homes or walked through very difficult, challenging times. You may feel justified in hanging on to that bitterness because you feel like God won't bring justice for you. You know what? That's a lie of the devil. God wants justice for you. He wants you to be strong. He wants you to be vindicated. And the Bible even says that He will avenge you. He will not only avenge you, He will avenge you speedily. That means He's got your back. And whatever it is, whatever losses, whatever thing the enemy has stolen from you, God wants you to walk in that freedom and that forgiveness from the spirit of bitterness so that the rest of your life, much of your life, would not be defiled. When, when the Bible says in Hebrews there, much of your life is defiled, it can mean your job. It can mean your family, your marriage, your relationships, your friendships, your church, your work, your whatever it is that you set your hand to every day can be marked by that spirit of bitterness. And so we do not want to become bitter, mean, cranky, ugly, nasty people. Amen. We want to be full of the love of God and to tend the garden of our heart every day. Just like you would tend a, a garden if you were growing a garden. If you don't get out there and pull out the weeds and deal with it and hoe the garden, it will grow up with weeds and we have a little garden in our backyard and it needs some attention. I haven't given it the attention it needs. And, you know, it's a daily thing with your heart as well. You have to give it attention and you have to pull out that root of bitterness. And then in that place where that root was, that root of bitterness, 
ask God to pour the healing balm of Gilead, his healing oil into that place so that you can be set free and there'll be no bitterness, there'll be no defilement in your life. Amen. In other words, you're kind of looking through a lens of bitterness, like everybody's out to get me. I can't trust anybody. I've actually heard church leaders say that before, that I don't trust anyone. And you know what? That comes from that root of bitterness that is defiling the relationships and the possibility of healthy relationships in their life. And so we don't want to be people who are bound by that mistrust and suspicion and somebody's going to hurt me and somebody's going to stab me in the back. Somebody's going to do me wrong. We need to be free of the root of bitterness and somebody say a good, a good amen to that. You know, actually there is a bitter root judgment that if we judge someone, uh, say it was someone in authority over us and say, I would never do, I would never treat people the way they've treated people. You know, that's out of a bitterness, a bitter root, judging that person. It, it will boomerang back on us and we'll actually behave in the behavior that we, we loathed. We didn't want to act like that we judged. And so judgment is a boomerang and we don't want to judge people out of bitterness. I would never govern like that. I would never lead like that. I would never um, uh, be a parent like that because actually what we do is we attract to us those things that we judge like a boomerang. It comes back on us. So we want to be free of the, of the root, that spirit of bitterness. Again, that verse is in Hebrews 12, 15. If you want to look that verse up and just study on it a little bit and just put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, just clean my heart of any root of bitterness. I don't want any bitterness in my heart. I don't want to live bitter. I, want, I don't want my life to be defiled. Heal me, Lord. I repent of all bitterness. I don't want to keep that in me anymore. In Jesus' name, set me free. Amen. Some of you are already feeling a release from that one little prayer. Hallelujah. So another thing that I wanted to talk about today is just heaviness, just being um, just kind of weighted down. We talked about a spirit of infirmity last week, but I wanted to talk about heaviness because it is something that in the days that we're living in, and we do believe we're living in the final days and that Jesus Christ is coming soon, we're going to see uh, persecutions. We're going to see turmoil. We're going to see evil. We're going to see uh, the spirit of Antichrist try to raise his head and to suppress the church. And, and so we, we want to live in such a way that we're not under that spirit of heaviness and that we are living, um, we're taking God. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my, my burden is light. And so we want to live with that yoke upon us and not a heaviness of what's happening in the world today. Isaiah 61 and 3, and you know this verse, it says, uh, Isaiah said, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit 
the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So one of the prerequisites for being called a tree of righteousness in the planting of the Lord and glorifying God is that we're not walking under that blanket, that spirit of heaviness being beaten down. And what is the remedy for the spirit of heaviness? If you're looking at Isaiah 61 and 3 with me, it is putting on that garment of praise. We've talked about that many times as one of the weapons of our warfare. You know, even in the last couple of weeks, uh, I've noticed that I have needed to listen to worship music and get it going in my ears more and more and more to have it going in the home and to just saturate the atmosphere with praise and worship, whatever it is that you uh, like the most, whatever kind of worship music you prefer, get that going in your ear, in your spirit, man, and just get your spirit saturated with that and just say, Lord, I just put on that garment of praise right now that I'll lift my hands to you and that I will praise you. That's why church and corporate worship is so important. You know, we talked about the spirit of Jezebel and how she called together 850 prophets of Baal to worship the God of Baal. And that is a predominant spirit of the day, that spirit of Antichrist that says, worship Satan, worship the world, worship Baal, worship Moloch, uh, worship the government, worship uh, mammon, whatever it is, money. But we need to bring our worship to the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we do, it's like putting on the most beautiful coat, the most beautiful garment around us. It's a protective garment. It's a protective gear that we put on. We wash and we dress and we go in the spirit of the Lord. We put on that full armor of God. We put on humility. We put on love, as Colossians says. And we put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. In other words, instead of the spirit of heaviness, we're not going to wrap ourselves up in the heaviness of the day, the depression of the day, the doom and the gloom reports of the day, constantly reporting back what we've heard, what we've seen on the news or on the radio, listening to it, having it in our ear all day long. But we need to listen to the report of the Lord. We listen to the voice of the Lord. We listen to his word. And as I've said before, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, so important for us. You know, David dealt with that spirit of heaviness in Psalm 142, and he was actually in despair, and he cried out to God, and God lifted that despair from his, from his heart, and he said, I have been set free. So David experienced that heaviness and that despair and that trauma, that turmoil. You know, maybe you were born into a, a family where there was that spirit of trauma that came in and it's just kind of perpetuated itself down through the generations, the spirit of of drama and trauma and something bad's going to happen and the other shoe's going to drop any day now. And you know, 
life is full of ups and downs and challenges and conflicts and persecutions and things that we have to deal with. But we do not live in a state of being um, beaten, beaten down by um, the forces of the enemy. So we, we, must, we must follow the Lord in that and live in victory. Matthew 11 and 30 says, again, I said this, take my yoke upon me and learn of me because I'm meek and I'm lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. And sometimes when I'm facing something and I know that it's going to be a challenge for me and you want to say the right thing, you want to do the right thing, the, the circumstances about it are weighty, um, you know, whether it's ministering to a family or a funeral or a hospital visit or a situation that's weighty, you want to take on the Lord's yoke. Those of you who are in ministry, maybe starting out in ministry, you know, that's important for us that we don't walk in with a heavy spirit and, and, and inflict that on other people, but we walk in with the yoke of Jesus Christ on us and we walk in with his lightness. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is the spirit of offense. A spirit of offense is a feeling resentful, a feeling of being resentful because of an actual or perceived insult. And sometimes it is an actual insult. Someone insulted you. I had on one of my favorite hats the other day and a man, I heard him make fun of it to his wife and he said something about it. And I let that bother me for about an hour. And then the Holy Spirit said, you know, what are you teaching on this week? The spirit of offense. Don't let your spirit, your heart be offended over someone else's opinion of, of you or, or who you are. And sometimes that can be a challenging thing to do. We see the word offended being used 25 times in the King James Version. And um, sometimes the spirit of offense is a form of self-righteousness. I'm right and you're wrong. Amen. And um, how many times have we felt that way? I'm right and you're wrong. And so we get offended with others. And of course, today in the social media world we live in, everyone's so quick to share their opinions and their thoughts about what is happening in the world today. And we have to be so, so careful about that um, and not offending little ones. We have to be careful that we're, we're following after what the Holy Spirit tells us to say and when He tells us to say it. Nothing more, nothing less. I had someone who said to me some time ago on our Always More social media posts, I normally just post a scripture because I don't feel I can expound upon the scriptures any better. I feel like they really are the best response to what's happening in our world today. And so I try to be led of the Holy Spirit. When he puts a scripture on my heart, that's what I post. And someone made the comment to me, you need to stop putting so many scriptures and put more quotes because people won't follow your, uh, you putting scriptures. And you know, I've, I tried that for a while, uh, following after what this social media specialist said to me. And 
I really don't feel that I can uh, express myself any better than the Word of God. And so uh, oftentimes I just post what the scriptures say instead of uh, my opinion, because I think sometimes we it gets lost in the translation, and I don't want to be one to cause others to stumble or to offend others. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit and not by my intellect, which uh, is probably not that great anyway, but I, I, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit, not by my soulish realm in what I say and how I respond. Amen. So uh, that's very important. The Greek word for offense is scandalon, which means as uh, it's referred to as the bait in a trap. And so oftentimes if Satan can get us baited in, like that man the other day making fun of my hat, and I've heard that, you know, that something just that silly, that simple can trip us up for the rest of the day and then we allow it to affect our spirit, and then we, we don't hear from the Lord. It's, it's a distraction. It's an, a hindrance in, into what God would have us, His perfect will, have us to do for that particular day. So we have to guard against the spirit of offense. And whenever we feel that, uh, it's like a fiery dart. It's like Satan launched a dart at us to criticize or to oppress us in some way. And that we know is Satan's operative. That's why it's so important every day to put on the full armor of God. And we put on that breastplate of righteousness and we lift up the shield of faith. Literally, those are found in, a, in Ephesians chapter 6. For those of you who maybe have not heard of them or ever read about the full armor of God, you have some spiritual clothing that you can put on every day and you lift up that shield of faith to absorb those fiery darts of Satan that try to come our way and penetrate our heart and become that bait of Satan to get us derailed and off track, to get us going in the wrong direction. So every day we need to put on that full armor of God. So I just wanted to mention those three things today, bitterness, offense, and heaviness, those three things. Sometimes uh, offense, they, they all work in tandem together. Offense will bring the bitterness that tries to bring the bitter root and will spring up and bring a heaviness in our life. So we have to be on guard. We have to be sober and vigilant and know that the enemy is like a roaring lion seeking who he can chew up and spit out. And we're not going to be one of them. Amen. The, the verse in James 3.16 is one I want to leave you with today. It says, for where there's envying and strife, there is confusion and every evil work. In other words, if you open the door in your life to that spirit of strife, that bitterness, that offense, that heaviness, one version says it's all manner of evil that comes in. In other words, every evil work of Satan has a legal right to come in and to just bring destruction and wreak havoc on our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. And we want to stay in peace. 
We want to stay in joy in our relationships. And so we must learn to have those healthy boundaries and to put on our full armor of God and to walk in the victory. When we follow the power of the Holy Spirit, He helps us to overcome bitterness, resentment, and heaviness. And He helps us to live free of all that junk that the enemy wants to try to inflict upon us. Amen. So I want to pray for you today. If you're watching and you're saying, you know what, that's me. I'm dealing with some resentment. I'm dealing with a root of bitterness that I've been dealing with my whole life. I'm, I'm walking around and I feel so heavy. I feel so depressed. I feel so beaten down. Or maybe you got offended. I want to pray for you right now. Just bow your head with me and let's believe God to set you free. And He will do it. Ask me how I know. Amen. Lord Jesus, we just pray for those people who are watching today. I thank you for them, Lord, and I plead the blood of Jesus over them. And I come against the spirit of bitterness and resentment and offense and heaviness in their life. And I command it to be broken off of them now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth and by the power of your blood. We cancel the assignment now of every root of bitterness that would try to defile their life, defile their money, their marriage, their family, their home, their work, in Jesus' name. And we just declare that every person under the sound of my voice who's praying this prayer with me now is free indeed. That means really free, clean free, certainly free in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you that the past is under the blood of Jesus, washed away into the sea of forgetfulness. We repent, Lord, of any bitterness, any heaviness, any offense, God, that we've carried or even operated in. And we just thank you, God, that you will fill us afresh today with the power of the Holy Ghost. You will burn out of us everything that is not like you and help us to walk in your peace and victory in every way. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Oh, I feel that, don't you? I pray that you just feel lighter and lighter. You just take His yoke upon you, which is easy and light. And just know, God doesn't want you to live a hard life. I, I hear, I've heard some people say, Oh, they live such a hard life. Well, you know what? Bitterness and resentment and offense is hard. It's terrible. It's traumatic. And that's the devil's way of life. And we're not going to live like that. Amen. We're children of the Most High God. And Jesus Christ gave His very life upon the cross. And He shed His blood so that we could live an abundant, happy, healthy, holy, awesome life. And we receive it today in Jesus' name. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I pray this series on overcoming by the power of the Holy Spirit has helped you, blessed you, overcoming rejection, the spirit of Jezebel, the spirit of infirmity, the root of bitterness and heaviness and offense. It's been a great time in the Word, and I just pray that you walk forth from this time and just be blessed. Go back and watch on our YouTube channel all of the programs that we've done on the Holy Spirit. It'll build you up in your faith. It'll bless you. And then let us hear from you. I want you to sit down and write me a little note or a letter or go on our Facebook page, Always More TV. 
Let us know you're there and you're listening because we need your encouragement and your love. We appreciate you and we look forward to being back with you on Always More TV. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.